There's so many groups that get together and swap seeds and share seeds and share seedlings and information. And once you're in in that world, I think you recognize your fellow gardeners as, you know, a really special group of people. Um, Not that everybody doesn't have something special about them, but it's a very supportive hobby or interest or industry, I think, to get into. And who doesn't love sharing great produce as well? It's one of the joys of growing isn't it? Kim, why did you choose West Wales as your home and the training ground for your climate change garden? I just fell in love with the area. It's just absolutely beautiful. There's very little light pollution here. You have near to me in Newquay in Ceredigion is the best place in the UK for dolphin spotting. There is so much wildlife here. It's a complete nature haven in a lot of respects. I was just drawn to the area. It's just absolutely stunning. And also, I think property-wise, I was living in a very beautiful but very small house in Brighton. So I was then able to buy a homestead, a small holding in the wild west of Wales. It's the same price. There was a cost factor as well. But more so than that, it's just a beautiful part of the country. It's absolutely stunning. What kinds of climate changes have you noticed just within your own garden in that time? I've been here 12 years now. That's gone quite quickly, I have to say. Changes that I've noticed, I mean, the flooding was, that was a huge thing. So what happened with that was the field at the back of the gardens, which is owned by a neighbour, it was used for livestock grazing. So there was grass which was holding the soil together and it enabled it to hold and absorb and deal with a lot more rain effectively it's raining heavily right now actually as we speak you have to focus on the positive it doesn't matter what the weather's doing now i saw the sunrise this morning so it's beautiful and so the field was plowed and then its ability to hold water was diminished so then there was a lot of rain and the gardens flooded we found that since 2018, the water table is becoming quite compromised during the summer months. It's drying out. So we're seeing a lot of a drought, a lot of droughts here in the UK. And it's just very topsy-turvy weather. So this year in the UK, it's been very, very cold. Plants are taking that bit longer to emerge into spring that's a bit of a challenge and previous to that last few years we've had very warm weather very early in the year February and everyone's got carried away and started germinating a lot of seed and then we've had very cold snaps so a lot of people have lost plants it's very much about working with what you feel is right at the time rather than following the instructions on the seed packet and about providing protection for plants because we just don't know what we're going to get. And we also have the El Nino effect, which they're predicting is going to come in later on this year, which is going to result in more extreme heat events, unfortunately, for next year. The weather patterns are shifting and changing, so it's very much about being prepared for anything, which is challenging, and this is why it's so important to nurture the individual to enable us to cope with all these things. But again, the simple, beautiful joy of connecting with plants, with nature, with growing food helps to provide that solace, helps us to know that it's all okay. There's nothing like planting a seed and watching it burst into life to give you hope for the future. 
and to know that it's going to be okay. No matter what the weather's doing outside, it is going to be okay. Oh, beautiful words, Kim. I just want to maybe wrap up with you maybe telling us just a, a little bit about a lady called Beth Chateau and how you've recently been acknowledged through an award named after her. Oh, it's such an inspiration. I was so excited to receive the award. I received the award last year at the it's the Garden Media Guild event in London and I knew I was a finalist and my name was called out and I practically leapt up on the stage. I had to slow myself down, I'd say. Got very excited of such a privilege and a joy and an honour. And Beth Chateau is such an inspiration for her work with particularly known for gravel gardening. She's an environmentalist and her work is really coming into its own as well because with the challenges of climate change, a lot of people are realising that the dry garden, the gravel garden is such an inspiration and a really useful thing to look at. I have a gravel garden, I have a gravel herb garden in my training gardens and I'm experimenting with gravel in so many different ways. Actually today, it's raining outside, I'm going to do a garden design project near to me. We're creating this climate change gravel garden that's going to have edibles weaved within. So as a mulch, there's so many different ways that gravel can work that you can use. I could talk for an hour about gravel, but you know, Beth Chateau is a complete hero. So it's just such a privilege to have won that award and to be connected with the amazing work that her charitable trust does and her legacy.